0: How do you do? Mr. Carl Lindley feels it would be a little unkind to present this picture without just a word of friendly warning. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation. Life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now is your chance to... uh, what is it? we, we found you. you. Correctly with the correct mic. I do batteries to power. Turbine speed. Got <laughs> bat
1: robots jumping down fat Albert McCoskey. <laughs> it sounded good at the time, but I don't see this working out. <laughs> who the hell are you, buddy? I don't know. Who is this irresistible creature who
2: has an insatiable love for the dead? Long shot can I see this whole segment going wrong. B. Papa P. Just sitting out in the
0: air gathering flies. There's another dude I forget. Jen! You didn't pull a person. You the guy. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, it's time for the Loud Idiots radio broadcast. Your source for comic books, sci fi, horror, fantasy, professional wrestling, and all the various and diverse elements of geek culture. So strap yourself to your chair, pull open your ears, and grab your D20 tight
0: because the show is about to begin. <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fine summer uh, day. It's day. a hot.
1: It's a hot summer day.
2: It was. It, it was a hot summer night, uh, and the beach was burning. There was fog crawling over the sand. I'm not going to go any more, any further into that song.
1: I was going to uh, see how far you were going <laughs> to go.
2: No, uh, just, with just you and me talking today, it's going to get real awkward real quick. So. Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave the rest to uh, meatloaf and Jim Steinman.
1: That sounds good. I, I I agree with that.
2: But as you say, it is very hot, hot and steamy middle of the summer. Everybody's got their air conditioners going. We got thunderstorms pop- popping up all over the place. And you know what happens in the summer under those circumstances? Yeah. Blackouts.
1: Yes. Oh, that's the worst man.
2: Yeah. And, Especially these days, you're stuck inside. There's nothing. There's nowhere to go out to. You get a blackout like that, and you got to figure, what are you going to do? How are you yeah. going to pass the time? There's no TV. There's no internet.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, even with uh, tablets and, and, and cell phones, I mean, there's only so much that you can do without any kind of uh, Wi-Fi setup nowadays.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So fortunately, Ken and I are both very old men. Uh, And we remember a time before we had the internet and lots of instant entertainment, constant gratification at our fingertips 24-7, right?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: You and I are experts. We are experts at amusing ourselves when there's no power.
1: Yeah, we're actually not bad at, at amusing ourselves when there is power, too, so.
2: Well, I mean, yeah.
1: But, okay. Yes, but, but more so when there's no power.
2: So, what we thought we'd do this week is take a look at a bunch of our favorite old games to play when there were, you'd have a summer blackout. Yeah. Ken, do you want to uh, start it off? I've been talking a while.
1: Um, well, I mean, I don't know about old, old, but um, I, I can uh, bring up something that I know that I introduced you to a couple years ago, uh, us being... Uh, you know, role-playing fantasy gamers, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons board games. Oh, yes. You know,
2: not, not, like you said, not an old one, but this is definitely a good way to do things.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've been around for uh, over 10 years now at this point, I think, but, uh, but yeah, they are, uh, some really good fun games. Uh, Castle Ravenloft was the first in the series and wrath of a shuttle uh, legend Drists And then they kept going and going, but, um, I love the mechanics and the setup of the game. I love the cooperative aspect uh, of, of playing the game. And in situations like this, uh, if we are going to have a power outage and you're alone, you can actually play this game by yourself as well.
2: Yeah, I, I actually I wish we had this when I was much younger, and the blackouts were more frequent.
1: Yeah, you know, um, uh, it's it's a pretty kind of cool, but Basic setup. It's not an actual board per se, but it's these tiles that represent parts of a dungeon that you turn over and explore, fight monsters, and ultimately get to the goal of whatever the scenario that you're running for that for that game session. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty basic D and D. You have your your clerics and your fighters and your magic users and your rangers. And again, I for for something that that's simple, it's it's very fun and has a lot of replayability to it.
2: Yes, absolutely. This is a great thing when you're uh when you really want to play D&D but you don't have anybody on hand who wants to be the DM.
1: Yeah, or I you mean, don't
2: have somebody who's got something prepared to DM.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a cool setup where the game itself is the DM. The game itself is the bad guy.
2: Yeah. Again, uh, it's it's a great it's great for those unexpected blackouts. Yeah, where you know your steady DM, if he if he happens to be in your house with you, if you're that lucky, yeah. but your study DM doesn't have anything uh, prepared, you can just pull this out and play.
1: Yeah, I mean so and, much, uh, and we played so much in, uh, that I I actually got you to to pick up your own too, so that whenever you know we're together, one of us is going to have some sort of form of this to play.
2: Absolutely, I, I, I am looking forward to expanding my collection of this. As you pointed out recently to me, all of the uh, these D and D adventure series board games are compatible with one another. Correct. So you, you can take the heroes from one of the uh, one game and bring them into the other games.
1: Yeah, and you can swap stats because uh, uh, certain stats or abilities are on different are on cards. You can take cards mm-hmm. from different sets and mix them up. You can mix characters up. You can mix the uh, tiles for the dungeons up too, if you wanted to. It's it, it, it's really cool.
2: It's a very cool thing that they did. I I'm very happy with those. Yeah. Way to go, wizards.
1: Absolutely. What about you, Pete? What do you have?
2: Uh well, you know what? My uh, my go-to, I went I went uh, I went more old school. Um, what uh, what when we'd have the blackouts, what we would always reach for would be usually Monopoly. Oh yeah. Monopoly is a fabulous time sink. You know, I don't know I don't think I have to explain how you play Monopoly. Yeah, just just that uh that game of uh cutthroat business dealings. It's uh I know everybody's gonna say, Oh well, it just gets people mad at each other. Well you know what? In the blackout, you're gonna get mad at each other anyway.
1: Yeah. Well and, so, yeah. Uh, might, as and well,
2: might as well give yourself a reason.
1: And the nice thing with a blackout, you never know how long it's going to be, right? You don't know how you know if it's going to come back within a couple minutes yeah. or if it could take hours or the next day, right? So one of the cool things about yeah. that is the more people that you want to play in that game with, the better chance you have that that game's going to be going for a good couple of hours.
2: Oh, yeah. Hey, i got a question for you, Ken. Yeah. Do you remember how many was the most people you ever played Monopoly with?
1: What was the most amount of people I've ever played Monopoly with? Uh, I believe four.
2: Yeah, it's, I'm trying to think of a circumstance when I ever played more with more than four people. Because the way I way I always played, you each, you know, essentially plunk down in on one side of the board, and everybody shoves their money underneath your side of the board just to keep it in one place. Right. Yeah, you know, becomes all neat. And I'm like, they've got like 72 pieces that come with it, or something. No, probably more like eight yeah you know the thimble the dog the iron the battleship whatever like whoever uses all of those like what what possible circumstance would you have where you would need that many game pieces yeah like how would that even logistically work i also don't know if you how how well you'd be able to uh spread the money out because there is a finite amount of money in the game
1: no absolutely
2: yeah that and coming up with crazy house rules or ignoring the rules you don't like.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, my question to you is, uh, how did you always handle free parking?
2: Well, we had the the common house rule, I think, that goes around, which was pretty much anything, uh, all like the fees and whatnot that went to like community chest and whatever, got put in free parking. And then if you landed on free parking, you got that.
1: Right. I mean, that, I know that, that's that...
2: completely against the uh, the normal rule, like the, the book rules for Monopoly, but that's what we always did.
1: Yeah, I think that was a pretty common thing among people. And uh, joining us is our other idiot. We've got Big Dog Den with us. How you doing, buddy?
0: I'm all right, man. Uh, apparently, I had a little bit of problems getting into the room.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 uh, I just ignored you the first time. So here we are, Dan. The premise is, uh, with, with the summer the way it is and how hot it's been, we run the risk of uh, possibly going through some blackouts. And the question came up, how do we pass the time? And the go-to is by playing games. you have uh, any particular one that you, you think that you, could, that you would go to in the event of a power outage? Usually it all
0: depends on if I've got a board game or a deck of cards. Deck of cards, uh, it's usually gin rummy board game, usually Monopoly, or uh, if it's only two of us, we stick to, you know, the two-person games, Clue, always enjoy playing Clue, but that's, like I said, that is more fun with at least three people. Of course, I I just started getting more,
1: I never really played Clue a lot when I was younger, Uh, it wasn't until I was older that I actually started playing it, I, I now have three different Clue games. That I find interesting. It's one of them is uh, the Big Bang Theory. The other nice. one is the other one is the Golden Girls. Oh wow! And uh, and I just got uh, the the new Doctor
0: Who one. Very nice. Well, back in my day, it was always amusing to hear my family members argue over what exactly a conservatory was. I still had don't know what a conservatory conv- is. We had them all convinced for years it was the bathroom. <laughs> Not kidding, man. I think was, <laughs> that's actually a conservatory I, as a music room.
2: Yeah, yeah. Back when I was growing up, we just had Clue. There was yeah. no Golden Girls Clue. There was no. <laughs> it, it was. It was Clue. And when I had it, I, I'm talking. I I think I and I still have it. I think it's the first edition of Clue
0: with the wooden pegs.
2: Yeah, the wooden pegs and yep. the. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure they're lead. Uh, yep
0: original lead not pewter not aluminum -um -um -um.
2: not plastic oh no i i remember that uh that in our set by the time i got to playing it we had lost the uh the rope
0: okay i could see that easily
2: but we had a a piece of string that was stood in for the rope oh my god (laughs) yeah that was interesting
0: But it was one of those few games I could actually play and then immediately play again, you know? Monopoly, if you got stuck with the wrong people in the game, you could be there forever, you know? Mm -hmm. Although I did catch a part of wind earlier, what you uh, were saying, Uh, those uh, wild card rules, we did the exact same thing for Monopoly. It was the only way to speed things up. Oh, yeah. While we're back on Monopoly, did it? Either of you
2: ever uh, do the auction thing when you were playing?
0: No. Oh,
1: you mean you mean uh, when a property was flipped over?
2: No, that would be the mortgage. Yeah. The auction, and I didn't know this until I started playing like the the video game versions of Monopoly. But apparently, when in in according to the rules of Monopoly, if you land on a property and decide not to buy it, it immediately goes up for auction.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Thanks. I do remember that.
0: Never heard of that, that.
2: Never once played it that way with other people.
1: Yeah. Now that that I never did. I I knew of it but I never I never played it like that.
0: Yeah. Wow, it makes me want to actually go back and read a rule book, god forbid.
2: Yeah, I mean
0: the only rule book I ever enjoyed was D and D because there were so many of them. <laughs> well,
1: you know what? My my next one is is again similar to that vein and to the our first uh, pick of the D and D board game. Especially if I'm going to be in a blackout and I'm by myself. Do you guys ever? Uh, Dan, you you probably do. I don't know if you do Pete, but uh, did you guys ever remember a uh, Fighting Fantasy?
0: Yeah. Fighting, I do fantasy. Not recall
1: this. Fighting Fantasy was cool. It 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 essentially was a choose your own adventure book. Yep. But it had an, an elaborate character sheet and rule set for combat within the book and the story. And uh, oh. it was it was one of those things where you know, you, you go on a mission and campaign, turn the page wherever if you want to go left, turn the page whatever to go right and then if you come up against something you have your character sheet at the ready with uh some dice and paper and, a, and 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 the sheet and you're constantly rolling for yourself and the monster and then deducting and you know fixing everything up later <laughs> you wind up actually
0: collecting It was a math tutorial for nerds
1: it was <laughs> i mean you 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 could actually um uh, in, in your travels come up with new equipment or Provisions that you can add to your sheet that you might need later on. You may not, but uh, the replayability on that was actually really cool too. Because a book, one of those books, could actually last you at least five or six reads and still not not be bored with it. Right. Huh. And I know Pete, you and I back in the day too did something similar. TSR did something like that for Dungeons and Dragons, but they yeah. set it up as a one-on-one where each one where each of us would kind of go into a corner and start reading our character story in a book. And whenever we would finish a passage, I believe we would actually have to stop and tell each other what area we were in. And mm. if it happened that we were in the same area, something would happen.
2: Yeah. And that stuck. For, that must've sucked for you. Cause I was a slow as hell reader.
1: I, I wasn't the fastest, but, <laughs> but no, it was, um, no, you know what it was. It, it just stunk when you got to a point where you only had a couple short passages and then you don't know if the person you were playing with is going through this whole elaborate thing at the time. And you're trying to take it all in. Yeah. But but, it was, uh, it, but that was a fun concept, too. And I actually liked you know the idea of being able, again, to do a Dungeons & Dragons or fantasy-type adventure thing alone. And it's, you still had the feel of actually doing that tabletop game. And it wasn't just fantasy-based. Uh, there were all different types of books. There were sci-fi versions 2000 AD. The company that does uh, Judge Dredd had their own series like that. TSR really? also did uh, the Marvel Comics version of those books.
2: I was gonna say, I I, I yeah. remember Marvel ones. I remember a Daredevil one.
1: Yeah, there yeah, were some a Spider-Man. There were some really good ones back in the day. There was uh, I, there was a Tolkien setting. Uh, it was all based on Tolkien's work, and there were some really, really good ones.
0: I didn't know it was in-depth. That's pretty cool.
1: I mean, Fighting Fantasy was pretty much the granddaddy of all of them, and then once that hit, like all these companies were just doing their own. All these publishing houses yeah. were doing their own thing, right? But yeah, and and the cool thing is they're back now. They they started reprinting the books uh, over the last five years or so, and oh, nice. now they and now it, it's come to your phone and tablets too, where you can actually buy the books in digital format, and everything's all there for you digitally instead of having to have the paper and everything on hand or the dice is it an app it is okay I actually own it myself and it's 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 pretty fun
0: okay there,
2: there is in fact an app for that yep So <laughs>
1: <laughs> fighting they, fantasy now, I, I'm sorry go I ahead, don't speak. know why
2: I, I don't know why it popped into my head when you were first describing this but I wish they would do this with like real books like regular books turning me to that. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm going through this really cool adventure, but man, Gatsby's stats suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't want to deter the topic, but because we're on the, uh, the, uh, the topic of like the whole choose your own adventure thing. Has anybody yeah, yeah. heard about the new uh, DC animated film that, that that's coming out that uh, wound up premiering a trailer last week at San Diego Comic-Con online? No. They're doing a uh, Batman death of- Death in the Family and Oh,
2: okay. I was the, trying to figure out how this fit into Choose Your Own Adventure.
1: And one of the first things that opens up is it's that famous scene with the Joker beating up Jason Todd, and at one yeah. point the movie stops and you get to you have three choices to decide his fate. Uh, and once you do that, the the movie continues, but later on too, there's also things that you can that it's, it makes you stop and choose something so you're n- you don't watch the movie the same way at, at once, you know. Huh. It, it 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 sounds like it could be pretty cool. It could be it interesting. Does.
2: It's like uh, it's like the uh, the Kimmy Schmidt movie
1: that Netflix did. That's Except a way to get you to watch choices. at least
0: three times, if not more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, uh, and Black Mirror did did that too. It must be a Netflix thing. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Fighting Fantasy. It was uh, all best. Best I could say is it was great back then, and it's just as good today. So nice. What about you, Pete?
2: Uh, let's see. You know what? One of the things uh, my family always liked playing, I don't know how uh, how well remembered it is these days, Boulder Dash.
1: Oh, I remember playing that with you and your family.
2: Yeah, we were freaking cutthroat, because that was right up my family's alley.
0: Dan, have you ever tried this one? Uh, yeah, back many, many, many moons ago, yeah. but it's been ages. You want to describe it, Pete? Boulder
2: Dash was a game where uh, one player is given a word word and a definition and that play that player writes down the uh the definition and everybody else has to write down what their definition is like they make up a definition for that word and the idea is you're not like going in you're not supposed to know what that word means right and then the player who originally read the word and who knows the real definition reads out all the definitions that people put in, and everybody has to guess which is the right definition.
1: Yeah, so essentially it's kind of like one truth and all the rest are lies.
2: Basically, the idea is that you have to get people to guess your lie.
1: Right. Yeah, I, so I, I that, remember I remember many a fun summer night actually playing that over over, with, over your house.
2: Good stuff, good stuff.
1: All right. I, it looks like we might only have enough time for one more. Uh, Dan, you got you got another
0: one, or um, like I said, we'd normally just pull out cards and play whatever. I mean, occasionally go fish, but mostly just gin rummy. Were you know. a war, were you like a war guy? No, I hated that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, of my all- wife is very competitive. <laughs> of, all the, <laughs> of all the people, I figured you know you you would have been one of those guys. Oh no. No, 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 no. Do you have the uh the the, the do you have the uh, Crazy Eights? Uh learned it for a brief period cuz I'd never played it before. It was pretty interesting. Were you were you, the, were you the, you're the old man Pinochle guy? No, actually I don't even know how to play that one proper. I keep trying and she keeps getting annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> you now, uh she doesn't like chess. Uh yeah, you know, I love chess. Uh, backgammon is a good, nice middle ground. Yeah, pretty much backgammon's been the last thing we did.
2: I have never learned how to play backgammon. For some reason, those rules just don't make sense to me.
0: I can't argue. At times, they didn't to me either.
2: I know the rules of chess. I'm just no good at it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I could play too, but
1: I mean, I I, I played a, I played a lot when I was a kid, but I'm, I'm not
0: there strategy-wise. I mean, I'd probably get thrashed. Yeah, it's been about 15 years since I played chess. I even downloaded a uh, an app for it, and I haven't played that in five years. Oh wow! <laughs> so <laughs> it's on my very first tablet. <laughs> you know what?
1: I I I like I said, we're gonna have to start cutting this short. It's almost at that that time already. But um, I really think that we could actually just do a whole series of these between between the three of us.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: But yeah, I think I think yeah, that is going to let us
2: know. If yeah. you want to hear more of this? Let let us know.
1: And let Tell us, us know. know. And let us know. We know what you like playing.
2: Oh no, I don't care what they liked playing.
1: Well, if it's something I like, I might have to hit them up. Oh, Man, oh, wait, don't... wait,
2: wait! Call to action! Call to action! You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know what you like playing.
1: <laughs> exactly. When you were younger.
2: Yeah. Audience engagement. I keep forgetting.
1: Of course. Yeah. Yes. I'm
2: really interested in that. I want to (laughs) know, and uh, and and tell us what you're having for dinner tonight, because I I can't care about you. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, that's it.
1: Pete, that that saying you care like that—it really sounded like that hurt. That hurt to come
2: out. (laughs) I I I don't. It's not that it hurt. It was just odd.
0: <laughs> it's a new word with a new nuance. Not really. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, I, I I i say we gotta we gotta revisit something like this, and maybe do one on some of the stuff that we're we've been playing currently too, because uh I think that would that that could be fun. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So. But yeah, I that is gonna do it for us. Thank you all for for tuning in. I am Longshot Ken.
2: I'm Big Papa Peep.
0: And I'm the big dog Dan.